This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler, and I have the pleasure of the company of Casey McCleary. Yo, yo. Of Eric Neller. What's up? Of Gabriel. Conley. That's right. What's up, Dave? And uh, I'm fine. And, Mar- and Marissa Evers. Hi there. Pronounced it right. Yeah. Well done. Listeners, let me assure you that not one of these people has ever taken part in the first to poo poo wears a tutu challenge. That's true. I have not. Wait, what not is this challenge? Yet. Or are we? You don't know my life. <laughs> or the Tide Pod challenge. So uh, what is that for the uninitiated. I ran across uh, the first to poo poo wears a tutu challenge uh, by watching a YouTube video about that. Oh, you're on that part of YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, actually, this was this YouTube was this was just last night. I was watching a YouTube. I can't remember who did it or whatever, but it was a video about some guy who it was at front. It was clearly by a medical student who is trying to educate people about the weird things that happen to your body when you do stupid shit. Okay. And yeah. so this particular challenge involves eating a mess of, literally a mess of uh, laxative brownies. Oh, God. oh dear. And whoever poops first loses. Oh, God. <laughs> what? This is like hold your wee for a wee. It sounds like my Friday night. Yeah, that was another one. That was another one he you covered. You were eating the wrong kind of brownies, friend. <laughs> that was another one he covered. Um, yeah, the guy basically ate like 25 uh, doses of laxative and <laughs> ended up getting rhabdo or something like that oh, so what? yeah i don't know I, you don't have to demonstrate these things <laughs> you know he was it was a competition with his friends and and the uh, tide pod challenge is something i read about just this morning uh which involves uh, which apparently uh teenagers are putting tide pod tide detergent pods in their mouths for some reason that i can't understand at all and then what happens? They just, I have no idea, well, but just, basically the idea is don't do that. Dude, yeah. tr- truth or dare, truth or dare was way. I don't know if it was lamer or way better when I was a kid. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think all that the that detergent stuff is very bad. Well, um, apparently kids like to put uh, detergent pods in their mouths because they do look like giant candy. Because they look like giant candy. Yeah. And also uh, older uh, adults with dementia like to put them in their mouths because again, they look like candy. And they're squishy. They have a oh. nice texture. Yeah. yeah they're, they're fun. They're I super like, fun. Like they, they can yeah. be super pretty. <laughs> yeah, they can. But teenagers, <laughs> don't do that. What do you think that teenagers are like more like wiser than children somehow? Well, they, you'd think in theory they should be, you know. No, they are. <laughs> yeah, 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 they are. I, I really like. Uh, I, I think it's really funny to work with teenagers. <laughs> well, actually, children will, children will probably at least spit it out. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> teenagers specifically make a rule so they don't. I actually like teenagers a lot. Uh, that like, weird, that awkward like, twelve to like fifteen or sixteen yeah. age when they're like, 
they're kind of adult enough that you can talk to them like they're adults, but they're still young enough that they say and do a lot of the weird, stupid thing ki- things like little kids do. Yeah. And they're so awkward, and I just think it's hilarious. And so sassy all of the time. Oh, they're very sassy. My uh, 12-year-old son is very sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he he's that, 13. Sorry. So. Uh-oh. He's a teenager. He's True getting teenager. Into, getting into those years. He's going to be a freshman. That blows my mind. A freshman when they're 13 now? Well, when they're 14, he's going to be a freshman next year. Oh, wow. Very next year. Anyway. They grow up so fast. Yes, they do. We've got a listener question from Annie, who is psyching herself up for the 2019 application season. And she has this to ask us. I want to know your opinion on having at least some research when applying to med school. I am in my early 30s and will be taking prereqs this year before applying in 2019. I will be working part-time during classes and I am nervous I won't be able to keep my job if I need to get experience in research over summer. With that said, I have 10 years of experience as a radiology tech and direct patient care at two trauma facilities. Might this carry as much weight, or enough weight, to not need research and still be competitive? Thanks. Yeah, in some ways, this is a typical question that pre-meds have. Do I, mm-hmm. am I checking the right boxes mm-hmm. for the application? But uh, what do you guys, what would you guys uh, advise Annie? I think her 10 years in, in actual work is probably more impressive than my, like, two years in half-assed undergrad research. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really half ass It's not fair to me. But still, you know what I mean, though. Be like, fair to it's yourself. Still, yeah. It's still, like that that's pretty big deal to have that much patient care experience right i guess i would say certainly research would help but i'm not sure that you need it to get into a medical school kind of depends on what you're trying where you're trying to get into if you're trying to get into a really research heavy medical school Mm -hmm. then obviously some research experience would be beneficial but it really sounds like this person has a lot of patient experience and healthcare experience that would be looked at very favorably by med schools and admissions I also think it depends on what you're passionate about. Like I did all of the things where like I had a year of research because I thought I needed it, but I thoroughly enjoyed my work experience far more in the psych ward. And I talked about that in my interview and I never mentioned my research. Mm. So it's what you're going to talk about when right. you get an interview and all of that jazz. Yeah, I think it's it's important to for a lot of people to try research for a year to see if they like it because it, it can be such a big part of medicine. But if you're already pretty sure that, you, you know, like if you're, what 30 in your 30s then like you probably kind of have an idea of what you want to do with your life right. and if you're pretty sure that that's like not research oriented then i mean i don't know i wouldn't personally bother i would say focus on doing well in your prereqs yes um and if you if you're if you if you have a family or something and that job's important for you know helping you know mm-hmm. providing for your family then i i pr- probably wouldn't suggest uprooting the job and getting a research job that perhaps pays lower um and i would just focus on doing well in in those classes yeah it sounds like you guys like all came in with some research i did minimal One year, for me. yeah very minimal. so so I, I didn't have any um when i you know did my application and like that like i can understand that that anxiety that comes with that because that is something you will inevitably kind of run into in interviews and stuff is oh, be, yeah. people will go oh so our research or we noticed that you know one of your weaknesses you stay here is that you know you didn't get a chance to do research and so i i, I wish like i i think in this particular case, like she has so much to kind of like back up, you know, not yeah. having it. But I, I think to other people, they, they should be kind of aware of that side of the coin though, that, you know, if, if you can, it's definitely, I definitely recommend it because it's one less thing that you have to kind of like 
talk your way out of like mm-hmm. an interview. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, I wish I could say that like, oh, just do everything you love. Um, but I, I, you should, you should have that kind of perspective too, I think. Yeah. I mean, in the end, if you do research to check off a box, right. I suppose yeah. you could say, well, I did research because I thought it would be best for me to try it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it turned out it wasn't for me. I really enjoyed my my uh, work with patients more um, than I did research. That's I think that's fine. That yeah. seems totally fine. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, I don't know, I think in Annie's case, what uh, you, and what actually, actually what everybody said basically is, you know, your patient care experience, the depth of that patient care experience is probably a net win totally for your application. Definitely. Than just going to check a box. And again, if you, like, like Gabe said, if you, if you depend on this for your livelihood, whether, whether you do have a family or not, you know, or alternatively, if you just really, really, really like your job, yeah. mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, checking off that box is probably not a high priority for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have all of the other boxes, you know, like the volunteer time and stuff like that, then, I, you know, I feel like it, it shouldn't be difficult to just say, well, you know, I've, I've lived a lot of life and I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm not really interested in doing research. And, you know, if a school doesn't like that, like, I, I think it's okay to say I'm not right for this school. Uh, yeah. If you, if you don't want to do research and you go to a really research heavy institution that expects you to do research, you're going to be really unhappy about it. Like you'll, you'll be in med school, but like it's going to kind of suck. Well, uh, so I guess that brings up another point is if you have a career already, something yeah. that you mm-hmm. could be called a career, is it still important to get that volunteer stuff? Because you mentioned volunteering as being, I mean, it is important for most people. I think it's important. I think, me. um, if not volunteer stuff, then at least leadership stuff. Some sort of leadership yeah. slash volunteer activity, I think, would be important. Just to show these schools that you are, you know, a humanistic type of person. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't say whether she is really interested in applying to a school with that, that requires right. research. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think our school would be more into the volunteer than they would be into the research, um, more into the patient care than they would be into the research. So, you know, at, go ahead and call the schools that you're yeah. applying to and find out. Um, That's good advice. I think they would, I think many would be, they're not trying to trick you. Right. You know, yeah, into so, like, yeah. you know, they're not trying, they're not going to say, oh, well, we can't tell you. You just have to, because they're, <laughs> you know, they're, the, the truth of the matter is they are, uh, going to be interviewing more people than they can than they can admit and they're going to be getting interview requests from more people than they can interview and um i, I don't think they'd have any problem basically telling you what kinds of things they emphasize in their medical school over other things i, I still don't think you should ever do anything that I still don't think you should do anything that you don't, that you don't, or that you aren't particularly passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do something just to check off a box. We say that a lot. Um, Unless it's like literally required. Yeah, thing. like, like uh, biochem. Yeah, like, well, I, I, well, like, yeah. I like biochem. I'd like, okay, <laughs> not I all of us do. I did not want to do like surgery at all, and I had to do that to check off. So sometimes you just have to check the box, but. I think you were talking about during the 
You're talking about no, during I medical talking about the school. curriculum. I think, yeah. I don't, no, you can't but get I out mean, of there those. are prereqs that people don't want, like biochem, right. so that you can't get out of. You can't just not do it, you know? But there are things, that there are hoops that you're going to have to jump through. And the earlier you accept that, the less painful it will be when you reach the hoops. And then you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't have to do that. And then you whine mm-hmm. about it for six weeks. And then you still had to do it anyway. And sometimes the what? boxes. What that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened. That didn't happen. Ever. Nope, 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 nope. I, I just nope. say sometimes the boxes also kind of push you into directions you didn't think you were interested in, and just by them kind of making you try it a little bit, you see, oh, okay, this isn't that bad. Maybe I, I, I could do something more in, in vain of this. So. Right. That's true. All my best stories are from surgery, yeah. even though I didn't like it at the time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh. I don't know if your best stories will be from biochem, though. That's just. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Sounds depressing. Like, that's where you peak. Like that's where you peak yeah. the first semester and be like all downhill. Oh no, that's how you. That's how you get Rubenstein's. I remember my biochem days. I love Rubenstein though. He's our biochem. Is he? He's still the biochem teacher, right? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. oh thank God. Okay. He still sings to us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Annie, thank you for uh, writing in to the shortcodes at gmail.com to ask your question uh listeners we are always happy to answer questions because it means that we can talk about what you want to talk about and not what i make up thought it, <laughs> thought for the show because we liked forcing our opinions on people right that's, that's, yes, that's, we do what, like that. that's why i'm here <laughs> that's right you guys uh medscape has released its Physician Lifestyle and Happiness Report Ooh. for 2018. Uh-oh. Uh, 15,000... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> First of all, let's get this on the table. Anybody... So you guys are... Uh, Gabe, Eric, and Marissa, you guys are all M1s. That is correct. Yes, yes, sir. Casey, you're an M4. Casey, we know that you're going into... Neurology. That's right. Uh, oh, I like the, the space for listeners who remembered. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you guys are prob- probably, uh, do you have any feelings at this point where you're headed? I have a few ideas. I, you've, I mean, You've mentioned them on the show before. I know you have. I just can't remember. Right. I kinda, Pop quits. I, I kind of like urology. I haven't really spent a ton of time there, but I feel like it could be. See, that's the thing. Like a lot of the things that I think I might be interested in, I haven't really lived yeah, the lifestyle. So it's hard for me to say, but I think I might like urology. Okay. Uh, Eric? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Marissa? Uh, my interests are in surgery right now, but then I also go to the other spectrum uh, going into psychiatry. Okay. That's just because I've had a lot of experience in it. Okay. So, uh, so fifth- neurosurge. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Neuroanatomy is already crossing that off the list. <laughs> 15,000 physicians from 29 specialties contributed data for the report, which looks at lifestyle issues like work satisfaction, religion, choice of car, exercise... Um, choice of car, choice of car, <laughs> uh, etc. Okay. Here are some tidbits. We'll, uh, I'll, maybe I'll ask you some questions about them. Um, so 76% of doctors are at least somewhat happy outside of work. That's nice. Oh, somewhat? Just somewhat. At, at least somewhat. <laughs> uh, 20% are somewhat very or extremely unhappy. One in five, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... It's, uh, it's a little. That's a little bit scary. It is. Did they break that down by specialty? They did, in oh, fact. Oh, oh, so maybe oh. consider just staying as a radiology tech. I don't know what the numbers are like. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, how does that compare? Just like everyone. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Really that is a good is just the United States. Um, that would have been a good question to. I think so. Yeah, we have questions. Probably. 
Um, shall we guess which doctors are happiest? Any mm. any any thoughts about dermatology? Face? I think it's psychiatry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> derm would yeah, be no. Derm. derm is right up there. Yeah, but anesthesia is pretty happy. Radiologist. Mm. Uh, Maybe radiologists do all right. I know which I know which ones are the lowest. I bet a lot yeah. of general surgeons are not that happy. I feel like yeah, the hours yeah. are pretty dreadful. Yeah, they're kind of in the middle. I think e- ER is one of the lowest. Oh, yes. I thought e- satisfaction. Yeah, really? They, they burn out burn real bad. Out. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Casey. Neurology is low. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, neurology is is in the top twenty. Really good. The, uh, uh, sorry, the top twenty. Yeah. Okay. But that's close to. That's the like bottom, a lot right? of specialties. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, there aren't that many. <laughs> Just look on the bright side of things. So I don't really understand how this works because there were 29 specialties which contributed for the report. Oh, there's 29, <laughs> and I made the top 20. Great, okay. good, good well, stuff. There's nine more. What does top order. 20 mean, Dave? Does that mean number 20? This is the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the the top one is it's the top happiest specialty Ooh. is allergy and immunology. Really? Yeah. Okay. Dermatology okay. is is all they do uh, is tell second. people to get rid of their derm cats would all day. be yeah. <laughs> some claritin. Emergency yeah. medicine is third. Really? That's why yeah. I'm surprised. Like every single ER doctor I've talked to is extremely happy. You know, I guess it's the difference between like like if you do job satisfaction versus like like burnout. Maybe the burnout people just quit earlier, and mm-hmm. so they don't get caught up. They, get, they don't. They get... self select. And yeah, probably, I mean, like the city that this is coming from, because I mean, that's true. How did they collect? Like, I think where... these were. I think these were all across the. I mean, we're talking fifteen thousand. Supposed to be a nationally representative uh, huh. thing, probably. No, this is very, this is very interesting though, because I'd always heard that like ER was 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 really high in burnout because yeah. of the hours mm-hmm. and the, the patient problems that you can't really fix. You know, they come in and you just have to give them opioids and bounce them. Yeah, you see a lot of problems with with society as an ER doc. Yes, they're very jaded. There's a lot of very jaded ER docs out there. Uh, after emergency medicine comes ophthalmology, plastic mm. surgery, mm. urology. Hey, okay. there you are. Let's see, don't no. You have, to, you have to do a year of general surgery though, so have fun with that. Rheumat- <laughs> rheumatology. I do you guys get the sense that Casey has something against? She's surgery? a little, little jaded. Yeah, no yeah. I'm a little jaded. Uh, Burnout. <laughs> uh, ortho, uh, pulmonary medicine, and I think gastroenterology. I think that's. Did I go to ten? So these are all the internal medicine subspecialties, mm-hmm. basically, that everybody likes. Uh. So, what no. was the worst, Dave? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> building up. I'll wait. I'll wait. Sorry. Actually, no. will, will we get to that? I'll give. I'll give this to. to no, we won't get to that. But to surgery. The people who love it really love it. I'll post a link, and you can find out which specialties you shouldn't go into if you want to be happy. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, how many? Guess how many physicians claim spiritual or religious beliefs? Um, maybe like fifty. Seventy. Yeah, I bet it's not that high. I, uh, I'll say sixty-eight. This is still America. I'm gonna say 70. Marissa, what do you think? Um, anybody I here like, consider themselves religious? I, okay. I would. Okay. I go to church every okay. single Sunday, and there's like a decent amount of people from like the med classes that go. So then mm-hmm. I'm trying to like think. Do you go to the one out by Press Coffee? No, but that's like the M2 place oh, sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, there's like 15 to 20 M2s that go know, to sanctuary. I know a bunch of people that go out there. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? I always church, church talk. <laughs> there's a church service on Sundays that all the M2s go to. It's called sanctuary. Uh-huh. Uh, and a lot of doctors go to it as well. And then uh, the M1 class, a lot of us go to Veritas. Is it a non-denominational mm-hmm. kind of thing? They are. Okay. Yes. I've seen a sign for that that's one. That's interesting. Yeah. So there's like, uh, I would say there, I don't know, I would say like 68%. Okay. Uh, the... Actual number is uh, 73%, ah, okay. Casey, very good. 
76. Highest without going over. Seven, yes. You Price is right. Rule. Price is right. <laughs> 76%. You love that show. 76% say the, their beliefs help them cope with work stress. And I, I, I think that's an important function of, of uh, spiritual belief systems. So that's, mm-hmm. that's helpful. Um, most, we're getting a spiritual meditation room. Yes. In the hospital? No, it's, no, no, right. in the yeah. second room. Yeah. It's where, that, like, where they're doing lab. construction. Meditation room. It's a meditation room. Awesome. Yeah, it should be done by the end of January is what Megan said. Yep. Uh, most physicians are in the middle of the introversion extroversion continuum. There's a really nice bell curve with about 38% reporting being right in the middle. So, I guess that makes sense because you have to be you have to be okay being alone to study, but like also you've talked to people all day. You're flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what are you guys? Are you introverts or extroverts? I am an outgoing introvert. Oh. Mm. I would say I'm a little bit more extroverted than introverted. Haven't you taken the the thing that everybody takes? The Meyer Briggs. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I always forget my my. Yeah, I always forget my metrics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Eric? Yeah, I consider myself a like a social sprinter. Like I can do like, <laughs> I like short that. short bursts of like being really friendly and yeah. amiable, but I definitely need like my me time. Yeah, like, for so. sure. Yeah, I'm. Uh... I'm pretty middle of the road. It's hard to, I know it's hard to believe, but I am. Uh, which physicians would you guess are most introverted? Radiology, surgery, pathology, pathology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I'm surprised by the top one listed, which is public health and preventive medicine. Well, well, they, they don't, don't work have with patients. patients yeah. at all. It's completely avoided. I know, but there, there's so much public, like. It, it's research all theoretical. That one, is it? Okay. It, uh, being introverted doesn't mean that you don't like people, Dave. I'm surprised that PM and R is in the top oh. four. That is interesting. Pathology, as you as you suspected, is uh, second from the top, uh, second from the top of the introversion. You know, I'm, su- I'm surprised the the P- PM and R, which is physical medicine and rehabilitation. I'm surprised that wasn't happier or higher on the happiness. Like satisfaction spectrum. Where were they? They were because that's a pretty that's like a pretty chill specialty. Uh, PM and R is uh, about midway huh. to the top. So you gonna tell us the worst one or no? I, you know He's what? Keeping us in suspense. I'd have to look it up. Oh, Dave! Uh, I did not. I don't know why I didn't put that down. That's like a logical guess. thing to put down. <laughs> Which are the most extroverted? Peds. Mm. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um. Emergency med? I feel like family med people are pretty extroverted as well. Yeah. None of those oh, made the top. Urology, maybe. Psychiatrist? We're uh, terrible at this. Uro- urology is the second from the from the most hey. extroverted. Yeah. I don't believe this at all. I think everything that it says is the opposite. Surgery, top, most extroverted. No, they're not. OB-GYN, third from the top. Gastroenterology, uh, fourth. Plastic surgery, fifth. Are they extroverted? They just stand there in silence all day. Oncology, cardiology, orthopedics, Odo, Opto. It almost seems like the most socially like um, unacceptable thing that you're doing, like urology, plastic surgery. Like you know, you're seeing a lot of like pri- you know, you're private dealing with things. private things or whatever. Urology, urologists love to tell their jokes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. not yeah. That's very true. He's an inspiration, actually. He is. What a guy. <laughs> all right. Which physicians say they have three or fewer close friends? Oh, oh that's sad. Path. Yeah, pathology is right at the top. <laughs> Radiology. Their microscopes. Radiology's third. 
Let's just list all the introverted ones. Uh, yeah. Critical care. Uh, well, that's because they have no free time. Anesthesiology. Neurology. Sorry, Casey. Ah! Yeah. Choose your three friends wisely. Casey, yeah, right. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see this she happening to Casey. I don't think. I. I Casey has a. Uh, shall we say rather vibrant. Uh, <laughs> Uh, social life. That is a very, very good way to describe it. Um, <laughs> a branching, a branching and intimate friend network. Yes. Uh, family medicine. Surprising. Only has three Aww. friends. Uh, 53% report having three or fewer. Does that count a spouse or like... I assume not. Depends on if you like your spouse or not. Oh, that's fair. Also depressing. <laughs> Depends on if you like <laughs> your spouse. <laughs> Almost half of physicians say they take three to four weeks of vacation per year, and 18% take more than that, so that's nice. That sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> what do you think is the top vehicle for doctors? BMW. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Are you looking forward to owning a BMW, Casey? No. <laughs> Do you guys agree? You guys? Uh, Mercedes. Okay. Ooh, Lexus. Good call. Yeah, actually, uh, most doctors drive Toyotas or Hondas. What? That's fair. Um, Very sensible. They Frugal. are. They are also, in general, the the sort of top of the satisfaction pile of of vehicles. Well, in general. Mm. Okay. So you know, I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, BMW, Lexus, Mercedes. Um, apparently, only nine. Nine, eight, and eight percent of doctors own those respectively, but they are, in fact, the third, fourth, and fifth most popular cars. So, to, by far, mm. Toyotas and Hondas right. are the ve doctor's vehicle of choice. But if you're a specialist, you're more likely than a okay. primary care doctor. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. To yeah. drive, a, to drive a luxury, <laughs> one of those luxury brands. So. That that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, is, where, where does classic car fall on that list? I don't think it did. No! There was no classic car. Not going to get to drive Less my, than a percent. Well, you could take, man. My, my 30s coupe around. Would you rather have a 30s coupe or a... No, I wouldn't. They're really hard to drive. <laughs> There's no power steering and the shifters are crap. It's very steampunk, though. I could see you, about, I, I could I see you pulling up to the LARP convention <laughs> in her 30s coupe. Nice. I don't have a 30s coupe anymore. My dad sold it and I'll never forgive him. Oh, dad. He used it to get another different cool car. But yeah. still, Dad, I know. I if you're listening, one. Dad, that was messed up. Yeah, screw Dad. Wow. <laughs> no, J.K. He's good. He's good, Dad. Yeah, he's but good. he sold that car. He's a so. good guy. I I will post a link in, to in the show notes to the full results of the survey. Kind of interesting reading. Get a glimpse of what your former life might be like but not the bottom ones because i guess we didn't look those up yeah well We're optimists i focused... <laughs> we just don't want to know <laughs> winners focus on winning pennsylvania democratic representative oh, brendan boyle has proposed a new bill that would require presidential candidates to take a mental evaluation and physical <laughs> exam i approve yes when they sure. file with the federal election commission he's calling it the stable, the stable genius, genius yeah. act stable... <laughs> but uh, he's but presidents are like really smart yeah, uh, really. Yeah, they go to the best. Presidents colleges. are like, they are really like really smart. smart. Yeah, this week's <laughs> release of Michael Wolff's book *Fire and Fury*, which claims Trump advisors say he's dumb as shit <laughs> and a hopeless idiot, led the president to tweet that he's like really smart and a very stable genius, as we uh, have been bludgeoned with in the news this past week. Um, concerned that the leader of the free world will unravel. Boyle's bill will require candidates to certify they've undergone a medical evaluation by the medical office under the jurisdiction of the Secretary of the Navy. 
Mm. You may recall, was it Trump whose physician was physician was some like weirdo that oh. said he had the best cholesterol in yeah, the entire he the best, world? And he was the he was, <laughs> oh, was the best blood pressure. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. By the way, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, no. <laughs> um. Oil. I've seen Donald with tight shirts. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you seen him with tight shirts? Golfing. Golfing. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I guess you can't just go to your, like, weirdo doctor and, and get an evaluation. You have to go to the Secretary of the Navy. Um, yeah, before voting for the highest office in the land, Boyle says, Americans have a right to know whether an individual has the physical and mental fitness to serve as president. Yes. Sounds good to me. Okay, but I don't know. I will, okay. I'm sympathetic. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, really sympathetic, but I do see a few downsides to this. I mean, we have had presidents who, it, it, it's speculated that they had, you know, some mental health disorders. I think Lincoln Are you is- Are talking about Reagan? Uh, Reagan could have been, uh, you know, like, there. Were, yeah, he. there was a lot of discussion about Reagan in the Reagan years about his- alleged dementia well, at the time and he yeah, probably um, you know he may have had like mild cognitive impairment yeah um you know falling asleep in meetings and things like that up, i do remember things for like debate. that um, maybe he just didn't drink enough coffee I, hey take it from a from a physician in training yeah and, you know so what do you think about does, does that idea give you pause at all casey or are you just like after this yeah <laughs> right uh, I mean, it does just because I mean, there's always anytime you have something like this, there's going to be a risk of some sort of like personal politics or partisanship. Um, and even if there's not, it's very easy for people to scream that there is mm -hmm. uh, like is happening with the like Mueller thing right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, the, we definitely want to be careful with things like this. And also, like not all physical disabilities in particular are, are going to. Or even mental disabilities. Or even, yeah. like, even mental disabilities. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that someone is unfit to be president necessarily because they have a history of depression. Right. Or even um, things like or bipolar. Even bipolar. I mean, yeah. If it's right. well controlled. Have Asperger's or something. Yeah. 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 What are their yeah. standards for saying, like, this yeah. is the cutoff, like, we're going to make you have this X, Y, and Z to be able to be president. Yeah, you'd yeah. almost have to, like, come up with a... Yeah, like a set of standards for each kind of mental... I, I don't yeah, really and know. it, it, it is sacrificing your HIPAA protections as well to yeah. to force all of your health information to become public well maybe it's sort of a in the end a thumbs up or thumbs down kind of situation okay like, so they could say yeah they're fit but still yeah it's fit. definitely i mean i could still a hip of thing <laughs> i mean that would definitely be if my doctor was was able to you know give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down yeah <laughs> you know that would be that would be uncool well they can they kind of can they can write you like a work like a work letter yeah but that's if i want it oh I would say, um, given the fact, I mean, what I would say is it is, it is a slippery slope, but mm -hmm. we have a guy who's literally tweeting nuclear threats, tweeting nuclear threats. Yeah. I think, I think maybe instead of making it required for all presidents, um, if it, there's it be a like question, a your like, name is Donald Trump. <laughs> exactly. No, not exactly. But like maybe a congressional like standard that if you are doing some very, um, you know, high risk, questionable things, maybe a vote. Obviously, we, we live in a very partisan climate, and this wouldn't probably happen yeah, even, even today. But like maybe like sixty out of a hundred Senate. Yeah, this this is all, I mean this is clearly political theater. I of mean course. you know there's yeah. I don't think this guy. I hope this guy isn't serious about this mm -hmm. because of course it will never. No. Politically, it he's will never go anywhere. Point. Right. Um. He's definitely trying to make a point, but I don't know. I think the same way that 
Americans should have the right to know how a tax plan benefits or hurts our president. We should also have the right to know if he's mentally fit for office. Okay. Um, because his or her actions do affect all of us. Yeah. And it is a democratic process, or at least it should be. It's supposed to be. Devil's in the details, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. But the how, the how is always going to be very difficult. Yeah. And things like this. It'd be nice for the current situation, though. I will say, you know, it would, it would answer some questions. It would. Uh, it would. Oh, did you guys hear about there was like a there was like a leak of the the nuclear weapon um, plan? I guess going forward. No. Uh, did not hear this. It sounds kind of gross. They want to make more low impact nuclear weapons, which basically means yeah, I know. Um, which basically means like low impact is the size of the original atom bombs that were dropped in like Hiroshima. Oh, that's fine. Oh yeah, let's just yeah, let's do that. repeat history. That sounds like a great idea. I know. <laughs> so the justification is that we can't, you know, we can't make a credible threat with these these high impact weapons. Oh, it's like obviously it's we're not all gonna, or nothing, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all or nothing. So, you know, if we make these low ones, then we can attack somebody with them and and obviously, you know, that won't become that won't turn into full nuclear war it's it's absurd it's ridiculous and if it actually comes out this way like the official report hasn't been published yet this is a leak but like if it comes out that way i think people need to get extremely loud well because it's through the executive office we don't even have to vote on like congress doesn't even vote on it exactly and that's why we'd like to know if our president is mentally fit yeah yeah well then so that sucks thanks for uh Just op- keep an eye out for opening it. our eyes uh about that and thank you uh pennsylvania democratic representative brendan boyle for amusing me a little Mm. bit stay loud and complaining (laughs) in 2018 (laughs) new year's resolutions go go millennial activists also jog start jogging what it's a new year's (laughs) jog and complain jog and complain (laughs) right do both at the same time (laughs) and eat your avocado toast i mean these things you can't afford because you're in hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt (laughs) avocado toast (laughs) reasons why i can't have a house exactly oh you want to do something good this week though it doesn't take a lot of time sure donate some blood the uh i I got yeah they're on a shortage i I got an email actually i'm sure it was personal from the American Red Cross saying that they wanted us to publicize that their the crappy cold weather of the past few weeks has led to a critical shortage of donated blood. Uh, more than 150 drives, blood drives had to be canceled due to inclement weather, the holidays, an active cold and flu season. They've all had their, their impact. Uh, I was really confused about this at first because I was like, wait, do people lose more blood when it's cold? Yeah. <laughs> it's because they can't collect it. Other, other side of the uh, supply and demand equation. <laughs> yeah, right. Your That's where my mind went at first, too, actually. Thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. More than 28,000 fewer donations than were needed in November and December uh, means that accident and burn victims, heart and transplant patients, patients being treated for leukemia, cancer, sickle cell, things like that, they're all at risk. So... Go to the Red Cross. Red, go to redcrossblood.org, or call one eight hundred Red Cross to find out where to donate and pass it on to your friends and family. Also, there's lots of local places to donate. Like I know here yep. we have the DeGallon Blood Center. Yep. Um, yep. So. I, I'm I'm sure you could find out about those places through the Red Cross. Oh, that could be. Red Cross is great though. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to poop on Red Cross. No, no. <laughs> don't poop on Red Cross. I don't want to poop on the Red Cross. Only in your tutu. Only. <laughs> We've come. If you poop on the Red Cross, you'll, you'll end up on a tutu. 
That was a Dave Chappelle turnaround right there. <laughs> that was a good stuff. Yeah, we totally planned that. We totally planned that. <laughs> you know, medical school at Iowa is so collaborative and supportive. Not like the old days of medical education when students clawed past each other to get the top grades and the admiration of their professors and deans. I wish you could see Dave like acting the ah! performance art. <laughs> beautiful. Back then it was all look to your left and to your right. One of you won't be here at the end of the semester. Well, that would have been me. I would have been gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not like that anymore. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing back the competition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw down, but I'm not going to be happy doing it. <laughs> We're going to play Mega Battle. Longtime listeners know how this works. Team one is randomly chosen, Casey and Eric. Okay. not random, but I accept it. We're going to win. Team I two totally is Marissa and Gabe. I'm very competitive. So. You'll be presented with a person or type of person and two attributes. Your job is to argue with each other as to which given person would win in a battle to the death. You'll need your persuasive powers and your wits to convince me the impartial judge <laughs> that your person wins are you ready oh, i've played this before and also this is totally just a rip off of super fight dave yes. <laughs> i'm on to you <laughs> that's why i'm calling it mega battle mega battle mega battle <laughs> no copyright violation here nothing to see <laughs> all right oh god <laughs> focus your eyes on the battletron screen over there for round one which we'll, we'll start with uh with Casey and Eric okay. is right. team one, as I said, and uh, and Marissa and Gabe team two. Think about it for a minute. You can read them out loud. <laughs> read them out loud. Marissa and I are team two. We, we are a carny wearing a rocket-powered pair of roller skates, and we admit to our mistakes. Yes. And Casey, do you want to read yours out loud? All right. You can, you can do it. I've been, I've been doing more talking. All right, oh. all right. Team one. Okay. We are a hospital administrator who is six inches tall and armed with a nail gun. <laughs> yes. All right. Fight. Okay. I have a question. Is How big is, is the nail gun proportionate? Yeah, or is it, I, yeah, I was like, how are they holding also it? Also going to ask. Full size Am I just gun? sitting in the trigger? I think we like... can. I, I, hmm. Okay. That's a good question. Keep, okay. I, I think we could probably say that it's a regular size nail gun. Okay. That makes it a little. But are we strong enough even. to wield it? Are we like ant strength? Is just gonna crush us? Uh, I think they're they're fighting for us, and we're already winning. Right. Okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah. no, okay, forget Sorry. the nail gun. Uh, we are six inches tall. We are going to crawl up your roller skates, up your pant legs. It's going to tickle. You're going to fall over and crash. How are uh, you going to catch us when you're six inches tall and we can just roll by? We have rocket-powered roller skates. You can't catch us because we're you're real not small. You're not gonna. You're, we can roll not, over you and kill you. You're not even gonna know that we're there. You're six inches tall. I notice when something is six inches. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I meant. Oh. Do, you, do you now? Do you now? <laughs> she pays close attention. <laughs> Woo! You should go into urology. <laughs> Very good. But you'll you'll never see the hospital administrator coming. Six inches tall. We just drag that nail gun. Thank you. Along the floor all day. We could just shoot it at you. We, we don't even need to. We don't you. even need to drag it. We just need to aim it and they go pew 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 there you pew. Go. Well, you know, you'd have to defeat the uh, the interlock on the nail gun that prevents it from shooting unless it's against a piece of wood or something. I want to expand on these attributes. I think if you're a hospital administrator, you're probably boring and not very creative. But if you're a <laughs> oh, carny, man. if you're a carny, oh, shots fired. You've seen some things. I also feel like we've probably already been shot 
by yeah, a nail gun is, before, okay, so that's, that's like, this probably, is part of our trick. <laughs> this isn't our first time with a nail gun. That's probably true, but <laughs> you admit to your mistakes. It doesn't mean you don't fix them, though. So, like, well, you didn't learn that, from the yeah, last times true. you got we shot are, with a nail gun. You just realized you're flawed. We are yeah. still carnies. That is yeah. true. <laughs> you know, but the, the, no, but the thing is, if you're a... Uh, I don't know why I'm arguing. I'm supposed to be impartial. <laughs> Join the team. It's but fine. If, if you're a carny... Chances are you've fixed your injuries yourself. You've pulled oh, your own yeah. teeth. You have, have never been to a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and we hate hospitals. We don't trust them. Whoa. We're angry at hospital administrators. I too. feel like this is making a lot of assumptions about carnies. I feel like physics is going to do the job for us with these rocket-powered roller skates. Are you guys like, good yeah. aims? I, I just think you're going to take yourself out yeah. on these... <gasps> I got it. I got it. I got it. With, so they're running. They're like rolling around in their death shoes, right? And we throw the nail gun in front of them. They trip, face plant, game over. You yeah, can now we're jump upset, over the gun, and now I have the gun, and I can shoot if the tiny six-inch person. Good luck shooting the six-inch person. I'm a carny. I can probably do it. <laughs> Why can't car carnies are not just like a superpower? They're very talented really and very strange things. Strange ways, yes. Not if they're just the ones that stand at the games and yell at well, people. Well, it doesn't say I'm putting that in. I get to choose what car ooh, what carny I am. So. Hmm. What kind of pool do I have as a hospital administrator? Do I kind of have, like, lackeys? Can we call like, security on them? have lackeys? <laughs> I would call like security. to call security. Yeah, and what venue are we fighting? <laughs> That's a very good question. Are we question. in the carnival? You guys aren't getting out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're done. Yeah, you can <gasps> call on your carny friend. Oh, yeah. we have a whole... Home team True. advantage. Like the the beard, hospital the administrator, women, all they have uh, is like, you know, some secretaries and uh, no, some doctors security. who aren't particularly pleased yeah. with them. Yeah. Yes. Or... But the doctors, doctors are, who hate you too. But the doctors are going to be really displeased about the carnies like tearing up their wards and upsetting their patients. All the dementia patients will be shrieking and yeah, or the, the delirium patients will be just like shrieking and guaranteed to make your uh, your uh, we'll be like, Get out. satisfaction surveys go down oh, yeah, and your medical reimbursements tank and like I feel like you guys have a few shots. I don't know how many nails these guns hold, but you guys have a you guys have like one good shot on us. Where's the gas you better, for your you rocket? Hit. Where's the gas for your rocket powered roller skates? Like how long do those things go? Oh my god, yeah, we're getting into the weeds now. <laughs> the questions. I need to be answered, though. Yeah. All right. Well, I think in my judgment, I'm going to... This is tough. Mm -hmm. This is really tough. The carnies are certainly um, battle-ready. Yes. Yes. The hospital administrators... Just one of us. The, the hospital administrator with his nail gun, I think he's at a... Or she is at a significant disadvantage because... She's six inches tall. And while the nail gun is certainly deadly, it's very heavy. It is. It's pretty heavy. You can't wield it. Yeah. I think the... Uh, the burdens are heavy. I I, I think that... The, I'm, I'm going to give it to team two. Yeah. Gabe and Marissa. And I would also say, like, you hit me with a nail. Plus, I also yeah. like that they admit their not mistakes. I feel that's important. I hope you step on a nail and it gives you tetanus, oh and gosh. we're just going to be like, whoops. Well, we that's why you get a booster shot, so it's Whoops, right. we can't treat you at this hospital. <laughs> There's uh, another one across the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy! Never! <laughs> All right, here we're, let's, let's do another one. Uh, this time we have Team 1 is a rhinoceros <laughs> who can steal one attribute from, a, from their opponent, and their clothes are way too tight. <laughs> that may Team Two is a soccer mom is really, really stupid and armed with a barbed war I'm, I'm gonna assume that's barbed wire net. Barbed war net. 
barbed wire net. How stupid is really, really stupid? Uh, presidential. I mean, uh, really? like common sense wise or just really like intelligence because they're different. Boy, let's say that she, she, uh, yeah, let's say that she is, lacks common sense. Oh. Uh, well, who's who? She's not going to know what to do with huh? the barbed wire. Same still. teams? We're team two? Yeah, yeah, same yeah. team. Okay. Okay. You're so, stuck with her. So I'm we're sorry, the, we're Gabe, the, if you wanted to No, switch. she's been carrying the team. I was just wondering if we were going to be the rhinoceros. All right. Okay, so we're the rhinoceros. Let's mm-hmm. first decide what we're going to steal from them. I say we take... Do we want to be really stupid <laughs> or do we want a barbed wire net? Can we take being a mom from them? Because oh. no one's God. tougher than moms. Am I right? God dang it. That's that was the smart. one thing I needed. Oh, that's true. Okay, so now they're just a really, really stupid generic person with a barbed wire net. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys got nothing. And tough. we're a mother rhinoceros. Oh, whose clothes God. are way too tight. <laughs> All right, so I'm going with that. Their clothes are going to cut off circulation so they can't move and they're already going to kill themselves. We're going to tear through our clothes. Are we smart enough them. to run away? Mm. Probably not. Uh, Lacking I common like- sense. We're going lateral directions or whatever. <laughs> you I'll tell you, you are there. <laughs> I'm not sure we can outrun one. I love how specific yeah. you are. Can we run away or move in a lateral direction? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say anything about our agility. That is true. This, this and if, has- she's, if she lacks common sense, she lacks, in, but, so then she has intelligence ish uh-huh okay so i feel like she's we got can, book learning we, oh we can definitely set up a trap with the barbed wire net and then that can entrap them and then while out are you gonna be able to, are you gonna be able to set that up though yeah you guys are not, really really stupid no we have intelligence we just have oh, common sense oh oh okay. common sense but would say run away that's true okay. but what if you set up your but you don't have so common sense so you're up. gonna set up the net in a very like silly in a silly way like a scooby-doo like a scooby-doo trap set up around you or something completely obtuse like you can have scientists who have zero common sense but they're very intelligent and they do just fine i feel like yeah but they're not being chased by a giant rhinoceros well it doesn't say technically that you're chasing us yet we set this trap you're assuming i'm on the offense the the premise here is that you're fighting to the death so in what kind of arena are we in a room that's too small or are we out in the field again with the arena carnival that matters a lot dave where right. are we fighting? You're at a carnival being held in the lobby of a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where? Okay, so if it's a mother rhinoceros, where is her young? And can we attack them in order to lure her away from somewhere right. else? Our young is not here. We're probably chasing you because we're mad at you. I mean, a baby rhinoceros is probably still pretty formidable, too, though. If your clothes are too tight, you're not moving very fluidly. Yeah. We're busting out. We're, we're, we're busting we're out. We're definitely chafing. No. Yeah. That's only making us angry. That, that is making you upset, That's but also. You still can't move. I am I am at my most angry when I'm chafing. Exactly. <laughs> I think these are clothes that we can we just flex our big old rhino muscles and tear yeah. right out of them. Like I feel like if you. Like you when, like when the Hulk. Spandex. Like you have to stick <laughs> with it. Who made these clothes for the rhinoceros? <laughs> if you're going to make clothes for a rhinoceros, make them uh, nicely fitting. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know? they were at one point and they've yeah. just put, put on, on a little some weight. weight. Yeah. <laughs> we just cute that baby weight. Yeah. We just we had a, we had a child. Just give us a break. <laughs> so our, instead of being fat shame, so, so angry, <laughs> great. angry chafing, Ugh, uh, hormonal post, mother rhinoceros. Yeah. <laughs> against postpartum rhinoceros. Against a woman who goes to soccer games and drives a minivan, but who's not a mom. <laughs> That's a little a creepy. <laughs> and who doesn't have common sense if she yeah. had more common sense she would realize how creepy that is the odds are stacked up against us dave mm. but we do have a barbed wire net 
We have a chance. So we didn't steal really, really stupid. Can we just notice the barbed wire net trap and not go near it? Can't. You're still a rhino, though. They're not that smart. Can't, How dare you? Can you? <laughs> How dare you, sir? Aren't they smart than dolphins? Never. Can you kill a rhinoceros with barbed wire, though? Oh, I no. I thought you'd kill it. But You're just going to chafe us more, and well, then we're going to be angrier, and then we're going to come and get you. If it's You don't know how much barbed wire we have. If we can make it large enough, then we can just entrap you, and then you starve to death. Yeah, and then you, wow. then you get some cuts, and then... You get infected and you die. How are you gonna lift? How are you gonna lift this net if it's so big? I'm not lifting it anywhere. Net. I'm leaving you there, and you're starving to death. Yeah. No, no, no. But how are you gonna get it over me in the first place? Like it's not just I'm gonna. S- I'm, gonna I'm not gonna, gonna crawl it under it for gonna you. Tow it behind her minivan and circle yeah. you with it. Exactly, Dave. I will say my idea of winning is just getting away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did not specify. That's true. I, yeah. Fight to the death, it's though. Someone has to, to die. Yeah, someone has to die. I don't think we're making it. Okay, what's gonna happen if a rhinoceros <laughs> charges into your car, into your oh. minivan? If we just charge the side of your van and flip what it over? What if I hit you with my minivan? Yeah. Yeah. That'd well, be painful. We're totally in the car. It's gonna have to aim. I mean, that's, you're probably taking us both out. Well, I mean, as, as long as you die on. first, it yeah. doesn't matter if I live. As long as you die first, I win. You're flying right out the windshield, <laughs> friend. I hope you wear. I hope you have enough common sense to wear a seatbelt. Uh, uh, I think they don't. Oh, we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna give it to the rhinoceros. Yeah. Um, I I think that well if you, you could run your <laughs> minivan into the rhinoceros, um, and it might kill the rhinoceros, but uh, you're going down with you're, this. You're, yeah. you're, the rhinoceros is gonna fall on your minivan and kill you, and you're. Where did? Okay. There's no minivan. <laughs> they're in the not thing. armed with a minivan. Yeah, so yeah, well, she was attribute. a soccer mom. You soccer just took mom. From us. We just yeah. took mom. We didn't take soccer. No. Or soccer. Yeah. <laughs> We're soccer fans. All right, let's go with a new round. Round three. Fight. Team one is a musketeer who throws hell yeah 200 mile per hour fastballs and sprays hell neurotoxin. Yeah. Team two is a wizard is <laughs> riding a flying narwhal. <laughs> And it's made of stone. Oh, I think this is, I mean. Oh, dear. Mm. Easy peasy, Avada Kedavra. They're dead. Well, I'm, we're what wizard. are you? Oh. You could be a. Hold on. A wizard of Oz. No, you guys actually don't have a chance. We're made of stone. The fastballs aren't going to do anything to us. And the neurotoxin. Yeah, but the neurotoxin kill the narwhal. You can kill the narwhal, but we're, we're still alive. No, you... no, 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 no. But you're going to, when the narwhal dies, you're going to fall out of the sky. Why are we in? Because oh, wizards, because wizards yeah. can't fly um, on their own. They have to spells. no. They have to ride broomsticks. Levitation yeah. spells. Levitation spells. Yeah. And then you're gonna fall right out the sky. We're no, good wizards. She's levitated. I'm gonna give that one to her. What? Okay. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Are, but when guardian leviosa. That's oh my god. You don't do that to people. Swish and flick. <laughs> um. I think you, you can, can do it to anybody. I think. Do they do mm, it to people? Anything. You can. Hmm. Oh, I don't think our neurotoxin is gonna affect the stone. So I'm a little concerned about that. We just lob fastballs at it. What yeah, if we? Unless you're a musketeer, I mean. What if we cure, kill the yeah, narwhal huh? and then they'll be so sad and distraught about the death of their? <laughs> but, you're of their assuming noble way too much steed. about my emotions. But also my pissed emotions. off. Oh, but also pissed off. Yeah. I mean, what's he gonna do to us? He's gonna shoot like a fireball at us? I mean, like it's pretty much like a. Seems pretty defensive. The wizard. I don't know. What's a musketeer able to do that? He is sword fight. Sword fight. Sword wow. fight. We're made of I have a wand. No, I'm like a little concerned about that. Yeah. If we can knock the wand out of her hand, she can't pick it up because she's made of stone. Yeah. So if we just get the wand out of her hand, 
How are you going to do that with our fastball? Here's the thing, though. Made of stone. Here's the thing that I always wondered. We're going to break it off right in your hand. Your wand wand is not made of stone. But I am still a wizard. That means that I still possess magic within me. I don't necessarily need the wand. Yeah, I was going to say that. I I, I think in the Harry Potter universe, the wand is important, but you're still magical. Yeah. Yeah. Without it. If small children can be magical without anything, then as a full-grown wizard. I mean, it is canon. It is canon that they can do things without wands if they're very powerful, and they can also do things without actually saying what they're doing Mm -hmm. if they're very powerful. I don't see that it says you're that powerful. You're made of stone. Somebody already got you. Why would you do that to yourself? Now I'm impenetrable. Now I'm immortal. You're made of stones, and you can just... Walk around. What kind of like, stone? Yeah, we're heavy. Stone. I mean, we're heavy. That's why they have the armor. Like you know, you mm. could be, you could be, uh, you know, who's the stone guy in the Marvel? No, not Marvel. Maybe it's DC. I, I comics. Oh, universe. Fantastic Four. The yeah, thing. yeah, the, oh, thing. the thing. Yeah, damn, Marissa. You could be that way. Nice. Uh, okay, okay, but like Marissa, I think Marissa I'm is kind a, of a nerd. A qualified nerd. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hell we yeah. like Marissa. Uh, okay, but like. What kind of stone? What kind of stone is she? Because if she made out of like sandstone, that's gonna be much easier to if deal I, with. Let's assume if I it's did the, this to myself. If it's I'm limestone, we're making screwed, it. If it's limestone, we're kind that of that would screwed. suck if somebody turned you to Four stone moves. and then was just like, yeah, but you are just you know kind of sandstone. And you just like crumble. Yeah. Like, oh, crumble. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's throw her in the ocean, and then it will erode. It are will erode. Dr- it will erode them over many years. Gillyweed. Of course, gillyweed. You can't eat gillyweed. You're made of stone. You don't know my life. I do. <laughs> know how gillyweed works, then you have to swallow it. Yeah, just because I'm made of stone doesn't mean I can't move. Or swallow. Okay, that's true. Our cells just have like yeah. stone walls. I also want to just like <sighs> bubble around my head, pull a Victor Crumb. It's fine. But you'll still erode. The well, that's head. a that's a long over time. time yeah. Over yeah. time. So you could eat gillyweed, but you can't eat neurotoxin. Why would I just like assume to eat the neurotoxin? That's a good point. Okay, force feed it. Okay, so so if you're made of stone, but you still seem to have some sort of biological uh, physiology, then the neurotoxin will it's... impact you. So you can't have it both ways. Yeah, Marissa, stop, stop we're trying to go well, both ways with this. There, that's what Saint Mungo's is for. So, but that's what what's for? The Saint Mungo's. It's the hospital. Mm. <laughs> when you try to go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which team is which. <laughs> Who's team two? Okay, yeah. you guys are. Right. are. Yeah. I, I, what kind of neurotoxin? I mean, they're not all the same. The kind that kills you. Yeah, but okay. specifically what which kind one? Of dose? All right, what kind of? Well, obviously a very high dose. We're just gonna keep cranking just, it it's, out. Yeah. It's more what of kind a, of neurotoxin do we want? Um, what's that one with the the tiger fish give? Oh, the, the puffer fish. That one? No, that not, not not that one. The one where it's like if you step on it, then like someone has to give you CPR for like. Oh geez, I didn't like, even know until about it, that. Like wears away. That sucks. How about Diphylobothrum latum? Is that the one with the death cat mushrooms? That yeah, that's Why are you trying to help It could that? be that. Oh yeah, no. Well, no, no, no. Not I was that gonna, one. I was gonna say maybe the uh, maybe <laughs> Gabe's the. Gabe's like Gabe. Yeah, how do we kill you ourselves? Kill us that way. <laughs> Great, Gabe, you're a good guy. I can tell. I was, I was, like, I he's know. like high fiving Eric yeah, when Eric is like comes up with something and he's like, hey, let me help you out there. Maybe like an extreme cholinergic agent or something. I don't know if that would count as a neurotoxic, but like a like a pest one of those pesticides. Mm-hmm. Are those neurotoxic? All of our cells have stone cell walls. That's part of our biology. <laughs> okay, but stones can be porous. That's true. And it's still, still a semi-permeable membrane. Still a semi-permeable. <laughs> per- 
permeable can't, membrane. Can't argue it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that if it can cross the blood brain barrier, then it can probably it can probably, it's probably toxic also your you could have you could have like active transport if it's close enough to like one of your one of your natural biological uh chemicals what if i just take their neurotoxin away from them and then use it on them neurotoxin no we spray it from within our like it's from our bodies like we secrete neurotoxin and then we spray it oh that means they can't be killed by neurotoxin yeah here's the thing if you say accio neuro is it accio or accio accio neurotoxin they will just pull it all out of them not good yeah i think that's a great idea i mean i guess I figured they had yeah, it. Yeah, you like can have can. it. Enjoy. <laughs> they, we don't know that that's part of their biology. It did, I thought it was just like a spray bottle. Maybe they have a spray bottle. Of it. <laughs> We're Where assuming we that, that they can just secrete did it. we get that at Lowe's? I mean, <laughs> you can find it in the biochem lab yeah, right just, now. Just okay, empty a bottle of Axe body spray. Actually, just, <laughs> just use Axe body spray. I'm pretty sure that's a potent nerve. That's why these frat boys are so dumb. Yeah. Just kidding. Just, oh. Shots fired. Ouch. All right. I think I have to give this one to... Uh, yeah, it's really hard to argue with uh, uh, neurotoxin. I think I'm giving it to the to the musketeer. With Ooh, See, that's messed up. Man, I I really thought it was gonna go to team two, but I just I just uh... also if you guys get to decide, Dave just likes neurotoxin. Yeah, if you guys just get to decide what <laughs> yeah. kind of wizard you are and exactly how your physiology we works, and <laughs> we get to decide what kind of musketeer we are and whether we secrete neurotoxin naturally, <laughs> which we do. So which we do. <laughs> just saying. How did it not kill you then? The same way that the toxins in plants don't kill the plants. Okay, or, yeah, or okay. fish or whatever. We're ass- fish, yeah. We're assuming though that we are very powerful wizards, and I'm sure there's a good spell to protect We've, us from. I have I, special neurotoxin gland. I know you. You made your excuse decision. Excuse me. I have spoken. <laughs> we final, lost. Final. Yeah, one more round. Right. One more round. One more round. Okay. This is your chance to uh, to tie it up. Redemption. Team one is a samurai who can stop time while holding his or her breath and her clothes are way too big what's wrong with our clothes who's our <laughs> yeah. tailor i want uh, a new tailor team two is a girl scart armed with an infinite Scart. sausage lasso and has a time machine phone booth well mm. can you define infinite sausage lasso what literally a <laughs> lasso made of infinitely long sausage links what or, no is it an infinitely or, long lasso or infinitely long sausages because one of those same? is potentially useful and the other is <laughs> very not i was picked i'm sorry an infinitely long uh chain of sausage links okay so it's like the oh it's like God. it's like when magicians like burden. pull the scarves out of their mouths yeah. and they just keep coming but yeah. like with sausage links and sausage isn't that strong. That sounds really good. Can be I wish I was married to somebody like that. That's not delicious. Like a, just pull out sausages. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a minute. I'm just that talking about... Nice. I'm that just, nice. This has been a very weird episode. Just talking about sausages, <laughs> I'm going to tell people. your wife that you... you, you she you would probably love to be able... Infinite sausage lasso. Christine would probably love to be able to provide me with infinite sausage. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. Oh, you two have a beautiful relationship. <laughs> uh, that's giving. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're samurai, so that's badass. Yeah. So that's a good okay. start. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how this time machine will be useful for us. Give me a moment here. Girl Scouts are scary awesome. That's true. They, they're probably tough. I, I mean, I am a lifelong Girl Scout. Can confirm. Very tough. Are you a Girl Scout? Yeah. Yeah. That, so you had to go. Member. You had to like ring on doorbells in sketchy neighborhoods. You know. I did not. I went to the bowling alley and sold to all my mom's coworkers. Oh, so and we also sold, smart. 
500 boxes of cookies every year for were, like were, were you a girl seven Scout years. Person? I was. Yeah. Probably yeah. not for that long, but I did go to the sketchy neighborhoods because you do what you can that to is. win. You do what you can out here. <laughs> no, I was lucky. I just went to my mom's bowling <laughs> leagues and they were all a couple beers in and they really wanted Girl Scout cookies. I love so. this hard-bitten Girl Scout. Like, you got to do what you got to do. I'm going to. The, <laughs> I'm going in. All I'm saying is Boy Scout popcorn doesn't sell like that. I don't know. <laughs> the things I would do for Thin Mints. Oh my God, it's so true. Peanut, the peanut butter ones. The peanut butter ones are good as well uh but i'm excited because they're being sold soon and i'm gonna yeah it's girl scout season it's, girl scout, season. it's girl scout season oh. <laughs> okay let's say season. all right all right all right all right so Getting you to... stop us to sell us cookies that's how this all starts <laughs> okay we're gonna make those clothes fit by selling you all those cookies <laughs> and by the way we've brought our entire troop of girl scout allies there's about 50 of us deep but yeah. in the situation I don't, I don't. Uh, you had a way more dedicated troop than I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We That's have a to national fight a level. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Come, Come on, on, girls. Come on, girls. <laughs> oh, they're swarming. Does a samurai have a sword, by the way? Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Samurai would never be caught with that. There's going to be a lot of blood. <laughs> top, top not That's terrible. All right. All right. This These is are gonna girls. Get all, this is going to get a little Kill Bill up in here. <laughs> but yeah. they'll earn a badge, so it's fine. <laughs> Killed by a samurai badge. Killed by. Put that in the coffin. Killed in battle. You got the time travel band and the or time travel badge and the uh, infinite sausage badge. I know how we win. I want an infinite sausage badge. Yeah, we know about you. Shut up, Dave. Marissa and I. Marissa and I are the Night King, and we are sending all of our like pawns and just swarming you. We have infinitely many of these Girl Scouts. We're just throwing them at you. I don't know. <laughs> you wait, no, you're a Girl yeah, Scout. Not, you're not the Night King. We go back in time when we go back in time. We go back in time when the samurai is born, and then we kill them. Well, we hold our breath, so you. It can't doesn't matter get... because you're too young to know that that in power exists for you. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mercy no, wins. we had a crying. We had a crying, but we were really angry, and we did a breath holding. I kill spell. you before then. I kill your mother. Oh God, yes. <laughs> How dare yes. you bring my mother into this? <laughs> she kills her. Shit. <laughs> Wow. I don't know how to get around with that. Yeah. She sells your really mother poisonous thinness. Our mom was okay. probably a samurai, too. Well, you know what? So. Our mother was also yeah, your heard. mother, so you just killed yourself out of existence, so... I'm already born. You don't know how old I am. I hear... I know how old you are because you're you're my sibling. You killed your mother. Yeah, but if you're born after me, then I can kill you and I can still be alive. I feel like this game is between Casey and Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> you get really into Eric it. Eric and I are the peanut just throwing our... Very competitive. Like, uh, Eric, and, Eric and Gabe are just busy high-fiving <laughs> yeah, each other. Nice. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah! Good job, bro. Good job. <laughs> yeah, bro. Good job I love Thin Mint. <laughs> this is how life usually rock. goes. The women do the work and then the men sit back and oh. high-five. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sooner or later, those rules will be reversed, and it's gonna be weird. But it's time. Wait, what? It is gonna be weird. It's if gonna that, be weird for happens, us guys. It's like, oh god. If that's oh, this is due though. This is due though. If if that happens, it's gonna be. It's not only gonna be weird, but the world's gonna be really like fucked up. <laughs> so. Wait, is that not already the case? Well, <laughs> it, is, it is. It is. That's right. So. What do we got here? I don't, I'm, I've do lost you have, track. Can uh, you counter them killing us listen, before we're born? Basically, listen, basically, you guys so are going back and forth in time and killing each other. can't just stop them from getting into this machine phone booth time machine phone booth. but you don't know what we're doing you they, could you they could, kill us before the fight even starts you could take off your giant shirt and cover the phone booth with it so they can't find it i hope oh, we're smarter it, than it, that. that's the same problem i have object permanence this is not the, the smarter person does. Yeah, right. <laughs> well it's a time machine 
Well, we don't know that. Yeah. Uh, this looks like phone booth. Because oh. if we know she's going to kill us. That's a good point. It you doesn't say time machine phone booth. You're not watching Doctor Who as a samurai. Just like, oh, why yeah. is he using that uh, that phone booth? No one used the phone yeah. booth. Can, yeah. the, can the samurai move around while time is stopped? Yeah. Yes. I should I shouldn't have asked that. And just I knew said no. I knew that was going to be the case because that would be a really dumb power. Yeah, exactly. really bad. Like, I'm just gonna hold my breath and not do anything. Yeah, well, for exactly. one thing, you couldn't ever stop holding your breath once you'd started. Yeah, and you just die. That'd be a real problem. So that would, then time would just be frozen forever, and then everybody loses. Yeah. So we have about three seconds per like exhalation inhalation to do our movements, and maybe mm. she's like a mile away. We got plenty of time. We don't know. Well, I mean, I would hope you could hold your breath longer than three seconds. I don't think it's, no, I mean, I like you hold your breath, your and then breath. you have to like get a new breath, and then we can move during that time. Yeah. I don't know if that's considered holding your breath. I think it has to be like a. I think yeah. it has to be deliberate. Yeah, or if you're just breathing, that would suck because you'd be like in mid conversation and then just be. Yeah, times just always stop. A little disjointed. Real, yeah. real weird, but that could be why we're so good at fighting too, though, because like we can <laughs> we just get like in a leg, we get like a half a second yeah. to get ahead of everybody and to us gotta, it just looks like a blur you gotta think strategically that's why samurais move so fast that they is. all have this power because they all have this power mm. they, they just still think if i kill you before you're alive then you don't have I just, this power like there's a can't figure out can how a girl scout even that. kill a baby though why would a girl i'm not killing a baby i'm it's killing against a, the honor code you kill my mom i'm yeah. killing your pregnant actually, mother why would a girl scout go back and kill a pregnant mother can't kill a terrible thing to do but yeah well, that's a terrible, that is definitely against the Girl Scout code. I want to point out well, that the Girl Scout. Well, I don't Scouts, have to be as Girl Scout app. You Moms be are considerate tough. and caring. <laughs> you need to be responsible for what you say and do. You have to respect yourself and others. This is a rogue Girl Scout. Oh, shit. Yeah. I made uh, my own troop. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I would like to point out that we haven't really put the sausage lasso to any use yet. I'll strangle her with the sausage lasso. Oh, did you say that? I'm gonna, no, I'm yeah. saying it oh, now, but there you lasso. go. Strangle her mother. Yes. Yes. Are samurai vegetarians? Probably not. I think meat sausage. I mean, lasso. some of them might be, I guess, but I guess you would do what you had to do to get out of the sausage. Can't speak for every lasso. samurai. Are they cooked sausages? God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be great. You could always have a snack. You gotta, like always have a pick me up. Yeah, we're not underfed. Yeah, that's true. Sure. All right. Well, I will render my decision, which is actually really tough in this though. case. I am not tough. sure. Trash cholesterol. I don't think we, we, the clothes are way too big. Thing that's a wash. That does nothing. Yeah, yeah you guys didn't like particularly argue that lowers the efficiency. No, I don't bit. think it helps a lot. Um, we can just take our clothes. Us, but we'll just take our clothes off if it yeah. worst comes to worst. Are you so hot? Are you naked? Fight. Woo! That are you, <laughs> can are get you, you on the sex offender. Oh no! Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. Oh no! Uh, we'll leave on our two big underwear, like just just for just to be safe. I still think you'd be arrested, but you know, I, don't, I don't. I don't think the law makes any exemption for giant underwear. But I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, gosh, keep in mind it's two to one. Yeah, from previous. I'm gonna go with the. You don't want to make a tie. I, I can't keep track of of actual scores, so I'm just gonna choose the uh, Girl Scout. You can't count that high. As the winner, uh. Girl Scout's the winner. Yeah. I just can't get around how I feel like we're gonna... you do. I feel like you do a lot with a time machine phone. Yeah, yeah. I don't yes. know how we're gonna get around them killing us before the fight even starts. Yeah. I mean, well, you could also do a lot with the holding your breath. I don't scout law. It's just if we knew it was a time machine, we just stop time. Just yeah. right. But we might not know that. But yeah, maybe it's. Time. I get you. Maybe it's a draw. It also depends on what type of timeline is. Like, is this a timeline where? Any changes that would be made in the past have already happened. Like, is this a determinant timeline, or 
is this like an infinitely Ooh. alterable timeline mm. and is the universe going to fragment every time that they travel through time mm. and create like branching timelines because there could be hurt. some timeline in which we win yeah but you won't point. be in that timeline. but it's not this one because yeah. this is the worst of all possible timelines <laughs> wow that's what know- i decided after the election that we're in we're in the we're in the bad version of <laughs> the timeline that like that like you know the hero goes back to the other timeline and they're like the world is in ruin we have to save them if there are any girl That's scouts trippy. out there with infinite sausage lasers and time machines help us out okay do something what do would some, you do do something useful with your life just saying i don't know i'm not going to prescribe anything <laughs> that you should do just think about things all right good uh well i uh congratulate you all for uh, putting up a good fight Woo-hoo. appreciate that did a good job. Ooh, I hope I, you're still here, listeners. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a quick plug. Oh, yeah. Something else. Uh, so uh, my my friend recently started working with a, a group that's actually been going on for a long time. It's called Physicians for Social Responsibility. Um, so if you're potentially interested in uh, getting involved with an organization, like a national organization, but also there's an Iowa chapter um, that is sort of trying to promote like um, more, more, uh, responsible use of nuclear weapons for example hmm. as in not using them yeah. um or More responsible like use. like uh talking about climate change and how we can like impact that you know um sort of sort of big like global existential issues uh and coming at that from sort of a medical and social public health perspective uh then that might be a group for you to look into so i said i would i said i would plug it all right now i plugged it worth its plug <laughs> it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool group Listeners, thank you for making us part of your week. You, if you are still here. If you're not, screw you. Yeah. And to my co-host, thank <laughs> you so you. much for hanging out with me. If you like what you heard today, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Get in touch with us at theshortcoats at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. We'd love to talk about the things you want us to talk about, so drop us a line like Annie did. And share your thoughts, questions, and comments, ideas, all that kind of stuff on our Facebook group, The Shortcut Student Lounge. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Box. And our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. Thank you.